we are so grateful to have you here with us. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Um, I don't know about you, but God has been awesome this week in my life, and I'm grateful to be here once again on this Sunday to serve him and to serve him with you all, to hear the word of God that our lives may be changed. We are so grateful here at Clinton Baptist Church. We have some awesome and wonderful things going on this week, um, and we're going to get to that. But before I get started, on behalf of myself and my wife, Jeanette Pugh, uh, we just want to thank you all so much for the love and the, um, the, uh, the, the love that you all showed us on last week for celebrating one year um, here at Clinton Baptist Church as a pastor and first lady. We're just so grateful. Thank you all so much for the, uh, the drive-by that was great and wonderful. And just thank you all so much for your, I mean, your cards and all the um, encouragement that you all have given us this far throughout the year. It has been a blessed year. It's been a blessed year. It went very fast. Um, it went so fast that I don't re even remember all of it. But I'm grateful to God that we have an opportunity to continue to serve you. And it's also um, near and dear to my heart because I was reading some statistics and it say that 1,200 pastors step down from the ministry every month. So for me to be here one year, that's a great accomplishment that God is doing through um, us at Clinton Baptist Church. And I'm just so grateful that we have an opportunity to serve with you all. And my wife, just say thank you as well. And we um, just appreciate you all so much. So as we continue to go forward, on October, there's a couple of things that we celebrate um, uh, or give awareness to. First is breast cancer awareness. Um, we have put some things on our social media site, um, information, uh, and also um, other um, resources for you, uh, for women and men to get examinations uh, to help them in um, breast cancer awareness. So we have already placed those things on our social media site uh, to inform you and to educate you on uh, breast cancer awareness. And we are so grateful um, that we are here at, your, at Clinton Baptist Church to be praying uh, for you all and praying for people who are suffering um, with breast cancer awareness. And we uh, definitely want to highlight that and um, use this month to continue to aware people and give our resources uh, that people may have to uh, or uh, receive to go get the uh, proper examination and test that is needed so they can um, get diagnosed early for that. So we want to um, pray for those who uh, already are going through breast cancer and already have been delivered. Uh, we know God can do anything um, and, and do everything. So we just pray that you um, be in God and, and, and God just take care of you at this time. But also in October is a time where we um, have Pastor Appreciation Month where we celebrate and appreciate our pastors. And I just want to say to all the pastors of the churches, I just want to say thank you so much for just standing in the gap and being faithful uh, to the ministry. I know these are trying times uh, that we are experiencing. And I, and I know it firsthand as being a first-year pastor at a church that, that I thought by now we'll be booming, that everything will be wonderful. And it is. It is great. But I thought we'd be in person. Um, and and, and it'd be good, but God has challenged us through this year. So I just thank you for standing in the gap, um, really trying to maneuver yourself and your church and get um, and be open to change so we can do things different. So I just want to congratulate you all and just show my love to you all and my appreciation for you. Just continue to stay on the wall and be um, strong in the Lord. 
but also, um, so through this month here at Clinton, as we come through, as we um, celebrate pastor appreciation, um, me, pastors, we always get appreciated. We always get love, and we always get uh, accolades and, and different things. But I know as a pastor in my first year that I can't do this alone, that I, I can't do this by myself. And the success that we are having here at Clinton Baptist Church, we all know it comes from God, but it also comes from the people that God has placed around us. And I'm grateful for the leaders that we have here at Clinton Baptist Church who has been placed around me to make ministry easy for me. And today I got two brothers that, um, that I can call my brothers. One I have known for 20 years um, and the other one I just met um, two years ago and just a great men of God and their wives as well. And I want to celebrate them. I want to take the time for this month and um, just celebrate our leaders here at the church. So um, now take the spotlight off me and put the spotlight on them. I would like to call up uh, Pastor um, Alan Tucker and also Pastor um, Daniel Reed. So at this time, I want to, um, to let you all know on behalf of um, my wife and I in Clinton Baptist Church, we want to present you with this token of appreciation and love uh, for you all and for your wives as well. Just to say thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Um, these men um, is, is really there for us. They, they uh, Whatever I, I ask to do or whatever is need to be done, they definitely there to teach classes, to step in and preach, to do other things as well. And I'm just grateful for you all, grateful that I had a partnership. And I thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for really just being there for me, even in my first year. And I really love you guys, and I thank you so much. So let's get them a hand of a, a clap. <laughs> They got me emotional up here, my bad, y'all. But I'm just grateful because I know, um, and even their wives, the things that they do behind the scenes, I'm just so grateful uh, for them and just to show our appreciation to them as well. As we continue to go forward in our service, we have a great announcement, um, gr announcements that we have for um, that's going on here at Clinton Baptist Church. On this Tuesday, we have, um, again, once again, partnered uh, with Sydney Harrison, and also um, with the Department of Aging and Disability for this Tuesday, um, the October the 13th, we will have 600 boxes that we're giving out to seniors. Um, so please sign up. You can, you can register here at the church on Tuesday if you haven't already registered. Remember, we was doing 500, but now we upped it to 600. And not only that, we have 600 bags of groceries. Um, that we are giving out as well. So when you get your box, of, when you get your meal, um, come uh, get your box um, of three uh, three meals uh, this week on Tuesday. You will also receive a bag of groceries as well. So we are so grateful for what God is doing and just blessing the community. Remember, if you want to help out and volunteer, you can be here at 9 o'clock on Tuesday, uh, October the 13th, to come set up and help us out. And then, but if you come in to receive meals, we ask that you be here at 10 o'clock. Please do not show up at 8. Please do not show up at 9. Come at 10, and we promise that we will start at on time and we get all the boxes out and make sure you are registered. Get, we have um, on-site registration to help you out if you're not registered. So please let everybody know to come out and receive this free meals that we have for our seniors that are 60 and, under, uh, 60 and over that live in Prince George's County. So we are so grateful that God is using us to, to bless our community. We also have 
other things that's going on today. We have um, our young adult class at 3 o'clock. You can go to our social media sites and get on um, Zoom, get the Zoom meeting number. And if you're a young adult between the age of 17 and 23, um, you can be a part of that class. It's a wonderful leaders we have and Kenny and Nick, Nikki Graves to be a part of that great um, study um, throughout the Bible and other classes that they have on every Sunday at 3 o'clock. And also at 5 o'clock um, this Sunday, we have our 5 o'clock prayer, which is every Sunday. And the Zoom um, number, uh, passwords and codes are on our social media site. And then on Monday, we have men's class. On Wednesday, we have Bible study. Thursday, we have a financial class. And then uh, once again, back on Sunday, we also have a women's class at 1 o'clock. So God is doing some great things. People are growing here. Um, I was telling my wife yesterday, just so excited because God is just doing some awesome things. And the theme that he had placed on our, the vision he placed on our heart um, years uh, last year before we came here, we grow, we serve, we love. We are really living up to the theme that God has given us, that we grow in, we serve in, and we love. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise for all that he is doing. Um, once again, before we uh, go forward with the word of God, let us turn to uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 38, and we'll be looking at our scripture for giving today, Luke chapter uh, 6, verse 38. As we look up, look, um, now we go into our time of giving, Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measures that you use, it will be measured back to you. So grateful for that, that text right there. That's an awesome text that lets you know the way you give will be given back to you. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for this time of offering. Thank you for uh, reminding us, Lord God, what is required of us, that we give unto you what you have given to us, Lord God. Your requirement is that we give 10% of everything we bring in, Lord God, and we give it to you as a, as a ascribing our worth to you, Lord God. So I thank you that we can participate in this form of worship as we give to you, Lord God. So let us give where it may be given back to us, Lord God. And we're not giving that we may get back, Lord God, but we're giving to show our love for you. And we know the reason why we can worship here on Sunday at Clinton Baptist Church in this wonderful facility and, and to do the things we do is because of what people have gave years ago so lord god what people have gave years ago we still are reaping the benefits so let our giving lord god be given for not only this generation but generations to come that our children's children will be able to serve you and to live for you and to honor you in clinton baptist church by what we give today so bless it in our heart that we give, Lord God. If it's someone who has not grown to give, Lord God, we ask that you um, be patient with them and work with them, Lord God, to let them know it's not about their money, Lord God, it's about their heart. Lord God, if our heart is right, we'll give right. So let us give unto you. We'll be a blessing to you. Accept our offering as a sweet-smelling aroma to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for this time and also for this service. Um, now with your uh, Bibles in your hand or your electronic devices, we, are, we find ourselves again in Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians uh, chapter 3, we have been, we've been preaching 
through the book of Ephesians, having an awesome time learning and growing um, in Ephesians. And today we'll be in Ephesians chapter 3, verse uh, 1, verse, verse number 6. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 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 6. And today we're in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse 6. So let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your study, Lord God. Thank you for this book of Ephesians. As we walk through it, Lord God, and grow and see how you have used your son to bring us closer to you. How you have allowed your son to be the sacrificial lamb to die on a cross and shed his blood that you and I may have life. So we thank you, Lord God, and we pray for those who are listening, that they come with an eager ear to hear your word, that they come with a desire and a passion, Lord God, to receive your word, not only just to hear, to say I came to church, but Lord God, to listen to it and to live it out and apply it to their life that change may happen. And let, Lord God, us come to your table in, in this way we come now, but let us leave in a different way. Use me, Lord God, as I'm sitting here nervous, Lord God, uh, frantic, and don't know wh where I'm going, Lord God, with this sermon, Lord God. But I thank you for the study you have placed in me. I thank you for the challenge of this word, Lord God, that even pricked my heart to remind me that you are Christ, that Christ has done some awesome things in our life. So, Lord God, I pray that you just uh, decrease me, that you may be increased. Because you said in your word, if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men to you. And I'm here today that you may be lifted up, that you may draw all men to you. No matter what situation we're in, Lord God, draw your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're in Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Once again, Ephesians chapter 3. We're in verse 6. It says, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. It says, let me read again. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 6 says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. On this morning... I would like to speak to you from the topic, because of Christ. Because of Christ. As we have been um, preaching and looking at the book of Ephesians, we have learned that the book of Ephesians was written by Paul, and the recipients of this book is the believers, and they are mostly Gentiles. Um, and Paul is writing to this, uh, these Gentiles, and this is a circular letter, so this letter is doesn't only... Um, wasn't only written to the Ephesian people or the people of Ephesus, but it's also written to everyone, all believers in Christ. So it's a great um, um, book that we can learn and grow in Christ some of the doctrines that Christ teaches and also how we should walk as believers. So here in, in um, Ephesians, uh, Ephesians is broken down into two parts. The first part we look at is, is chapter 1, 2, and 3. And in 1, 2, and 3, we learn our position in Christ. And that's what we have been looking at. We have been looking at our position in Christ as believers, who we are in Christ, our identity in Christ, who we are as believers. 
But then we come in, in the second part, which is found in verse in chapter 4, 5, and 6, and we look at our practical walk in Christ. So we'll start looking at that next week. But today, as we look at, the, as we close out the first part, our position in Christ, we learn in chapter 1 that we are in Christ. That we as, 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 as believers are, are in Christ. And, and we in Christ, and in Christ we learned about the benefits that we have received for being in Christ. He let us know that we was, we was blessed with every spiritual blessing. And, and, and we always heard about that as a preacher, uh, the spiritual blessings that, that we've been blessed with. But no one ever told me what was those spiritual blessings. But we looked in, in the scripture and we've seen that in chapter, I mean, in chapter 1, verses 4 and on, that, that, in, that uh, those spiritual blessings was the things that Paul listed after verse 3. That we had those spiritual blessings and we have been blessed with those spiritual blessings and that we are in Christ. But then in chapter 2 and 3, he comes and he lets us know how we got in Christ. He said we were dead and trespassing the sin, but now we are alive. He said we are alive by the grace and the mercy and the love of God. So we got in Christ by his grace and mercy and his love that he did through his son Jesus Christ by dying on a cross and shedding blood for the remission of our sins. So we, 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 we now in Christ because of Jesus Christ. But then Paul goes on here in chapter 3, and he lets us know that, that we still in Christ and, and, and continue to let us know how we got in Christ. And he said we are in Christ because of Jesus Christ. He said here in chapter 3, he lays out. Um, um, how we got in Christ. He lays out for us and he talks about this, this, this mystical um, mystery. He said that, there, he says in um, verse number one, look what he says in verse number one um, through five. He says, for this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ, uh, for you Gentiles, he says that I, I, I'm called uh, for you Gentiles. He says, I'm a prisoner of God. He says, I'm a prisoner of Christ. He says that I am, I'm a servant of Christ, not only for the Gentiles, but also I'm, I'm in jail for Christ, for, for preaching and teaching Christ. And he says, if indeed, in verse 2, you have heard the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me, God has extended him grace, watch this, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery. So this mystery, this word mystery is not something that's a dark word. It's not something that, that, that is unknown. What he's saying, he said that God has made known to him the mystery which was in the Old Testament, which was concealed, and now he said had made known to me through revelation, which is in the New Testament, which is revealed. So this mystery here he's talking about is the church. He says that, 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 that we, we now, Paul says now we know the mystery. We know the things that, that God was talking about in the Old Testament that was concealed, and now they have been revealed through the revelation of God, and he was speaking of the church. And he said this mystery, the word mystery here, like I said, is, is a positive word, is a happy word, and it just means the church, that God revealed to him the church and the, the body of Gentiles that will be part of the church. And he says this is, because of this mystical, because of this mystery, because of the church, he says we have now been in Christ. I mean, we have now as Gentiles are in Christ because of Jesus Christ. We are now in Christ because of Jesus Christ. And he says here, because of Jesus Christ, we, we have now, things have changed for us. He says, he, he says things, things, things are, are, are different for us. See, you, you, you got to know the history of the Old Testament. In the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 12, the, the Jews were, were the chosen nation. 
the Jews were, were the one who, who was chosen by God. In, in Genesis chapter 12, we look at Abraham being chosen by God, and, and the Jews was chosen by God. Watch this. These Jews who were chosen by God is the, is the nation of Israel, and they, they were chosen by God. And, and the Old Testament and the New Testament reveal that they, they were chosen by God. Matter of fact, in De- Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2, it says, For you are holy people to the Lord your God. Watch this. And he said, and um, to the Lord of God, that you to be a people for himself, a special people above all the people who are in the face of the earth. He said that you are the chosen ones. He said the Jews, Monique, the Jews, Gloria, were the chosen ones of God. He said these Jews was the, was the chosen one of God. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 1 says, yet here now, O Jacob, my servant. And Israel, whom I have chosen. The Jews are the chosen one of Christ. They, they are the chosen one of Christ. And, and this is the, 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 the scripture that, that Paul says, this is the mystery that was concealed and now revealed. Now, they being the chosen one, the Gentiles were not the chosen one. And he says, now as Gentiles, we are in Christ because of Jesus Christ. And he lays out for us. That now because of the church, we, we now have a right to the kingdom of God. We now have a right to salvation. And he said, we are, we, they were the chosen one, but now because of Jesus Christ, salvation has been opened to everyone. And he said, because of Jesus Christ, watch this, Monique. He said, but Jesus Christ, watch this, Lacey, watch this, uh, um, um, Sarita, watch this, uh, uh, Jada, watch this, Jasmine, watch this, Jennifer. He said that the first thing he said, because of Jesus Christ, we are fellow heirs. This is, this is great news. He said, because of Jesus Christ, we are fellow heirs. Look at verse 6a. He said that the Gentiles are now fellow heirs. He says that, look, Lachelle, he said that we are fellow heirs. Avarice, he said that we are fellow heirs. Tiffany, he said that we, we are now have equal rights to the kingdom of God and salvation. He said, because of Jesus Christ, we, we are now in the family of God. We are now heirs of the, of the inheritance that God has for us, Jennifer, Joshua. We are now heirs. Nay, we are now heirs of the, of the, of the kingdom of God, what, what God has uh, inherited to us. We are now heirs. We are now family of God. He said that we are, we are the fellow heirs of God. This is great news. This is great news because at first the Gentiles, we have no position in God. We wasn't called to, to, to be in God. The Israel is a, is a chosen nation, Bonnie. Israel is the one who was chosen by God. And now God says that through Jesus Christ, salvation has been open to all. Because of the, the Jews, they, the privileges that they had, they, the, the, the privilege that they had of, of being descendants of Abraham, natural descendants of Abraham, they, they rejected Jesus Christ. And when they rejected Jesus Christ, it, Jesus Christ, salvation was open to everyone. Look what it says. Let's turn to uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 11. Look in Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 11. As we look at uh, in Christ, because of Christ, we are now heirs. He says in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11, look what he says. He says, therefore, remember that you once Gentiles, and Gentiles are everyone who is not a Jew. He said, remember Gentiles, remember Pastor Pugh, remember, uh, Sister Jeanette, remember Colina, remember Dixon, that you were Gentiles in the flesh. He said, who are children of uncircumcised 
by which you called the uncircumcised made in the flesh by, by hands. But watch what he says in verse 12. That at the time you were without Christ, being alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of the promise. He says, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once afar off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. That is great news. It said because of Jesus Christ's blood, because of his sacrificial uh, death and burial on the cross, we now have right to God. We now have right to the kingdom of God. We now have a right to salvation. We have privilege in God because of Jesus Christ. We are fellow heirs. We now have right, we now have privilege in God that now because we are, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of his death, burial, and resurrection, we now are fellow heirs. We now are in the family of God. And that's an awesome thing, to be in the family of God. Just think about that. You in the family of God. Just think about that. You don't even want to be in your own family, but you would love to be in the family of God. I don't know about you, but it's a great thing to know that I am a child of God, that I'm fellow heirs, and that I'm in the family of God. That's an awesome thing to know that, that I'm a child of God, that now I'm accepted in the family. And guess what? Although I wasn't born into the family, I had the same privilege of those Jews who was born into the family. I have the same right as those Jews who were born into the family. I am a descendant of Abraham, not by nature, but by the Spirit of God, because I believed in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And now, because of the death, burial, and resurrection, we are now heirs of Jesus Christ. We are now heirs in the kingdom of God, and we inherit the same thing as the Jews inherit, because we are fellow heirs. That's, that's some good news. That's great news to know that now everything, salvation has been opened up to me, Yolanda. That salvation has been opened up to me, Daryl. That salvation has been opened up to me, Malachi. That salvation has been opened up to you, uh, Charmaine. That's, uh, that salvation has been opened up to you, Reggie. Salvation has been opened up to you, Sean and Nikki. That now you, have you are fellow heirs in the family of God because of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's exciting news. I remember my wife and I have a friend um, who's an immigrant. And she came here as an immigrant. And um, I remember a couple years ago, about 10 years ago, um, now I think it was about 10 years ago, she, she uh, received her citizenship. And she received her citizenship and she was so excited because now she was a legal citizen, Lacey. She was a legal citizen, Virginia, of, of the United States. And she went through all the the procedures and processes, Keisha, to, to, to be a citizen of the United States. And she was excited. She was excited that now, Barbara, I'm, 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 a, I'm a citizen of the United States. And guess what that made her? Although she, she was an immigrant at first, it was, it was certain privileges that she didn't have. It was, it was certain things in the U United States, Angela, and United States, Lena, that, that she couldn't benefit from. There were benefits that were, that were for you and I who were born here uh, and those who are uh, 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 citizens, Virginia and Lisa. They, that it's certain things that she didn't have privi privilege to. It's certain benefits that, that she couldn't get. It's certain benefits that her, that her children couldn't receive because she wasn't a citizen. But when she got her citizenship, 
when she became a sinner, since she was excited because guess what? She was excited, Sister Nita. She was excited, Charlene. She was excited, Curry, because now she got her documentation that she is a United States citizen. And now all the benefits that you and I have. Watch this, all the, all the, the benefits that, that I have, all the privileges that we have, all the things that, that we have from the United States, Gretchen, guess what? Now she has, and she was excited, and, and you got to be excited too, because guess what? Now because of Jesus Christ, all the privileges and benefits that the Jews had, guess what? We have the same thing. All the blessings that the Jews has, guess what? We have the same exact thing, because now we are fellow heirs. He said, because of Jesus Christ, in, in, in um, chapter 3, verse 6a, we are fellow heirs. And then he says the second thing. He says, because of Jesus Christ, in, in verse 6b, he says that we are, watch this, that we are of the same body. He said, because of Jesus Christ, we are of the same body. Now, you may not understand that, but that, 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 that's major right there, that, that we are of the same body. Watch this. He said, because of Jesus Christ, that we are, we are of the same body. Marvin, we, we are of the same body. Watch this. Because when we look at the church, we always separate the body. When we, when we look at the church, when we look at the church, we, we, we say we are of the same body. We know scripture uh, profoundly lets us know we are of the same body, Tucker, but we always separate the body. One of the things we do, we separated the bodies by, 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 by our uh, uh, religious uh, uh, um, denominations. We, we, we separate the, by, by the, the body of Christ by our religious dom, um, um, denominations. Kim Hart, we, we, we Baptists only hang with Baptists. Presbyterians only hang with Presbyterians. Watch this. Uh, uh, Koji only hang with Koji. AME only hang with AME. We, we, non-denominations only hang with non-denominations. Jesus Christ says because, because of Jesus Christ, we are all one body. We, we are all one body. We are all one body, Sam. We, we all are members of the body of Christ. For those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and believe that he is the God in the flesh and he died on the cross and shed his blood for the remission of our sin. The ones who believe in the trinity of God, we all are one body. And we quickly to separate ourselves. He says that, that because of Christ, we are one body. We are in the same body. There's no difference. If you are a Catholic and you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are in the body of Christ. It doesn't matter. You, if you accept Jesus Christ and believe in the, in the finished work and what he has done, Wanda, you are in the body of Christ. But every time we separate the body of Christ according to this different doctrine belief, the only doctrine that you got to believe is in Jesus Christ and that he died on the cross, that he rose again on the third day, ascended to the Father, and shed his blood for the remission of your sin, and that he is the third of the second in the Trinity, and that he is God. If you believe that, we in the same body. But there are other churches who believe about women pastors. Women can't pastor and women can't pastor. So now we ain't in the same body because we have that, that doctrinal belief. That has nothing to do with salvation. That has nothing to do. 
We have people that won't that that say we ain't in the same body because we we practice communion on first Sunday and you do it on third Sunday. That has nothing to do. Matter of fact, the scripture don't even tell us when to practice communion. It said do it as often as you receive it. You need to do it often. You need to go to God and thank him for the work he has done through Jesus Christ often. He doesn't say do it on first Sunday. He doesn't say do it on third Sunday. He doesn't say do it. He says do it as often as you need to. We are part of one body. We are the body of Christ. And look, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 12, it says, for as the body is one and has many members, we are in the body of Christ and every one of us are a member in the body. But then that's a whole nother issue, Tawana, because Everybody have different members and every member have different functions. But some members want to function as what you not. You are pinky on the Bible, but now on the body, but now you're trying to be the head. You don't have the capability or the qualities to be the head. You have a right to be the pinky. Well, God made you, but you're trying to be the head. But I ain't going there. Because Ephesians chapter 4 says this. That there is one body in Jesus Christ. That we all in, is one body. Every one of us. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. Don't matter what church you are part of. Long as you believe the elementary principles of Jesus Christ, we are the body of Christ. Don't matter where we live at, we are the body of Christ. We are the brothers and sisters in Christ. And he said because of Christ now we have the same body. Doesn't matter if the Jews was chosen. It doesn't matter if they're the chosen people of God. It doesn't matter the privileges they had. We all have the same privilege. We are all equal because we fellow heirs. And now we all in the same body of Christ. You are in the body of Christ, in the body of believers. This is the church. He said this is how, this is the benefits of being in Christ. This is how we got in Christ because of Jesus Christ. And now because of Jesus Christ, we are fellow heirs. Because of Jesus Christ, we are in the same body. And the last thing, and I'm out your way. He said, because y'all know I don't preach long. The last thing, and I'm out your way. In verse 6c, he said, because of Jesus Christ, we are partakers of the promise. We are partakers of the promise. We, we, we are partakers of the promise. Now, when I looked at that, because there are so many different promises in the Bible. One Remember, we got to look back at the Jews because he, 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 Paul is lining up to, to tell us the benefits and the equal equality and, and, um, and privileges that we have in Christ as Gentiles, but also looking at the Jews and letting the Jews know that we are in the same body and we are fellow heirs. So he said that we are partakers of the promise. So here it is. A promise was made in Genesis chapter 12 to Abraham when God called Abraham as his son. What God called Abraham to, to, to lead the people and be the, the, uh, the chosen one for, the, for, the, for the, um, the nation of Israel. And in Abraham, he made promise. He told him that, that you go leave this land, take none of your family, and go to a land where I have not told you. And he told him that when he go, Tanis, when he go, um, he said that he'll make, um, he, he'll give him the land of milk and honey, the land of Canaan. That was a promise that he made. And that was an unconditional promise. That, that had no conditions to it. That was a covenant that he made with Abraham. He also made a, 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 a promise to David. He told David that he would have sons on the throne forever, Shelley. 
He told David that he would have a, a, a throne on, I mean, a son on the throne uh, forever, Craig. That was a promise that he made. That was a promise that he made, LaMonica, to, to David. So we had the Abrahamic promise, we had the Davidic promise, and we also had the promise of the Messiah, where that a Messiah will come, that, that, that a Messiah is coming, the, the chosen one, the anointed one, Christ is coming. So there were promises, but these promises are not that promise. These promises are, was promises for them. But the promise this is, he said that we are partakers of the promise. This promise is partakers of the promise of, of, of the gospel. So Jesus Christ said that, that, that the Messiah is coming, that we may be saved, Rob Howard, that we may be saved, Tina, that we may have salvation. Watch this. So the promise that he's talking about is the promise of salvation. He said that we are partakers of the promise of salvation. That now, because of Jesus Christ, we can now be partakers. We can now be saved in the uh, saved by the uh, by salvation through Jesus Christ, and now we are partakers of the salvation. So he lets us know this. Look, look in Romans chapter ten, verse verse eleven through thirteen. Look what he said. He says, "For the spirit for for the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame." Watch this. For there is no distinction between Jews and Greeks. For the same Lord over all is rich and to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord and he says, whoever Sister Tyndale, who calls on the name of the Lord, whoever Joe and Wendy, who calls on the name of the Lord, whoever Sister Ann, who calls on the name of the Lord, whoever Sister Jones, who calls on the name of the Lord, whoever uh, uh, Sister Lacey, who calls on the name of the Lord, whoever Sister Sadie, who calls on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. He said that we are partakers of the promise. What is the promise? That salvation has come to you. What is the promise? That now because of Jesus Christ and his finished work, now we are partakers of the promise. What that means? That we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and now we are partakers of the promise. We have received, Miss Murray, we have received, Mumu and Cuddy, the promise of Jesus Christ, and now we have salvation to us. That's why John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his own only begotten some that whomever it doesn't matter if you black it doesn't matter if you white it doesn't matter if you Chinese it doesn't matter if you rich it doesn't matter if you poor it doesn't matter if you got a good education or you got a bad education guess what salvation has been open to every one of us and every one of us have received the promise if we accept it of Jesus Christ and he says because of Christ now we are partakers of the promise of salvation we are partakers of the promise of salvation. We have salvation. You have Jesus Christ. Guess what? Stop trying to fix your life yourself. He's died. He did everything you need to be right with God. You can't work your way to God. That's why Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 said this is a free gift that God has given you through grace and not of your works, Parkers. You cannot earn salvation. You can't be good enough. You can't look good enough. You can't smell good enough. You can't read good enough. You can't write good enough. You need Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ's death made this salvation for us as partakers of the promise. Said that this, this is because of Jesus Christ. 
He said this is how we got our position in Christ because of Jesus Christ. Paul said here it is. The reason why we have salvation. The reason why we have the boldness to walk around and say I'm saved. And that's not a fad by the way to say you saved. Because saved means I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Save is not something we say, it's something we live, that our life is being transformed because our hearts has been converted. Our hearts have been reformed, that we have been changed by the hands of God, that now we are no longer the same creature, but we are a new creature walking in him. This is not what we say, it's what we do in Christ. And he says that now you are partakers of the salvation of Christ, and it all came to us because of Jesus Christ. He said this is all because of Jesus Christ. This is how we got the relationship with God. It was no way for us to have a relationship with the Father except to come through Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus Christ made the own testimony and said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one, watch this, no one, no one can get to the Father except through him. Jesus said, I am the only way. I'm the good shepherd. I'm the doorway to eternal life, and the only way you can have this relationship with God is you have to come through Jesus Christ. It's too many people trying to get to Christ their own way, trying to get to God their own way. You will never make it. You can't get to Christ by serving in the ministry. You can't get to Christ by preaching the word. You can't get to Christ by praying. You can't get to Christ by fasting. You can't even give enough money to get to Christ. The way you get to, I mean, get to God is you have to come through his son, Jesus Christ. And he said, because of Jesus Christ, we are now partakers of the promise. We now have the promise of salvation. And I don't know about you, but this is a good time to introduce you to Jesus Christ. This is a good segue to know, I know you've been trying to do it all your own. I know a lot of you say, I, 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 God won't accept me right now because I got some things I'm working on. No, you can't work on it. Remember, you've been working on them things for two years now, five years now. And matter of fact, you ain't even got better. You got worse. <laughs> but because of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, we can't work it out. We, God already did it for us. He already made the way. And he did it for you and I. And it says in chapter 2, he did it when you were dead. He did it when you were dead, when you had nothing to offer to God. And he did it for you. And now I extend to you not a religion, but a relationship. And that relationship is through Jesus Christ. Is there one? Is there one today? Is there one today a tired of living the life they live? Tired of, uh, 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 tired of not knowing that, that uh, if I die today, where are you going? If you die today, where are you going? If you're not sure, you need to say, I need to know. And is there one today that want to surrender? Is there one? Type in the one. We got people looking. We got people on all platforms looking. Just type in one. Just type in one. Because this is a call to you that you need to know that I am saved and who gave you eternal life. It wasn't by who you were born to. It wasn't because you are Jews. It wasn't because you have money. It was because of Jesus Christ who made the way, who died on the cross and stayed, I mean, that came into our place and took the punishment that we deserve. And today, this salvation is given to you. But will you respond? Will you respond? Will you respond? 
Will you respond to the call? Because of Jesus, we are fellow heirs. Because of Jesus, we are of the same body. And because of Jesus, we are partakers of the promise. We have the promise of salvation. Now, I don't know about you, but I think every week we have about 700 people on, on, on all the sites watching. Now, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that I, that, that I don't know. I, I know that we ain't got 700 saved people. Now, I ain't trying to bend your arm or nothing, but come on now. And if we do got 700 saved people, that's great, but we need to talk to some unbelievers. So we got 700 saved people on the site. What we need to do is we need to get some unbelievers on the site. We need to get some unbelievers on the site. We need to get some unbelievers on the site. We need to get some unbelievers on the site. So if we got 700 saved people, we need to be inviting people who don't believe in Jesus Christ to come and worship with us. But today I extend to you. Do you want Jesus Christ or you want to keep living the way you live? Because Jesus Christ came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Not life abundantly where you're going to live a rich life here on earth, but have life abundantly means you're going to have eternal life. Is there one today? Is there one? Is there any today that want to surrender their life to Jesus Christ? Is there one? If not, let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. You are so good and so awesome. Thank you for reminding us how Paul let us know that we are in your family, God. That we are fellow heirs of the promise. And we, Lord God, we're not only fellow heirs, uh, 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 fellow heirs, Lord God, but we are uh, uh, also, um, Lord God, as the scripture says, that we are partakers of the promise. Lord God, we are in the same body. And all that happened because of Jesus Christ. So, Lord God, we come to you and I ask for your favor to be with us. I ask for you to encourage us, Lord God, and let your will and your way be done. We thank you for all that you're doing through Clinton Baptist Church. We thank you for your word today. Let us not only just hear the word, but let us go back and, and, re, and, and meditate on the word. That we may see what you have for us in store. Let us walk around with a new hope and a new newness in our life. That we know that you are the reason of our salvation. Lord God, and if there's any don't know you, Lord God, we pray that your salvation knock on their hearts. That they may come to a saving knowledge. They may come to a spiritual knowledge that they need you as a savior. Lord God, let us not sit back on this free gift that you have given us to promote. And that's salvation. That's the gospel. But let us share that people may know that they have a right to it. That you have extended to them the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we ask for your blessing to be with us, Lord God. Continue to show your mercy. Lord God, guide us as we leave this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all so much. And I God bless you. And I want you to be reminded.